Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Have you ever seen the movie Up? That movie actually reminds me of this whole NFT community. If you're not familiar with the movie, it is a Disney Pixar movie, and it's about a older man who spent years, decades in this house and filling it with memories, having all these photos and just an amazing life in that house. However, there was a developer that wanted to demolish the house and build a shopping mall. Now, what does this have to do with the NFT community? What really sparked this whole idea is the sentiments towards people that are flipping these NFTs. And there's a lot of mixed emotions, if you will, by the artists. They feel a way about the art that they're putting out there. And certain times, the way the community is going about how they're receiving it and just seeing it as an opportunity to make money, it really just made me think of this whole thing with this movie as far as how that man viewed the land versus how the developer lose the land. So that's what we're going to tackle today. I'm going to start from the perspective of the artist. Art is a very personal and expressive medium. And there's a big difference from the artist that is literally just putting out these pieces to make money, such as a commercial artist, such as when I was making logos and doing uh, graphics for businesses, I really had no emotional attachment to it. It was literally just a payday. And there's a lot of artists that are in the space as to NFTs that aren't looking at it as necessarily as a work of art, their baby. And they're just getting into it to make a quick sale, make a quick dollar. So really, those people aren't the ones who are going to have the big issue. Because generally speaking, they're just really opportunists that are going with the flow and seeing where they can make money. However, these artists that pour out their raw emotions into these arts, generally speaking, a lot of the times that is such a intimate view into what that person is feeling and thinking that they don't even necessarily want to sell it. However, Via this medium or selling the art, even with a uh, canvas and paint, it gives them the opportunity to make a living. So it's like a blessing and a curse. They have this amazing art as they're expressing themselves and there are people willing to pay them. However, a lot of them don't necessarily even want to part with it. And this might sound foreign to a lot of people. And I've even said that when I was making logos and graphics and everything, I really had no emotional attachment to it whatever they were willing to pay me to do as an artist, if you will. And I wouldn't even consider that the same type of art. Literally, I was just willing to do it and just sell it and move on to the next one. However, when it comes to something like my writing, which is a lot more intimate, my thoughts that I'm thinking about, generally speaking, that is not something that I'm willing to sell or part ways with because I feel like that is a piece of me that I'm putting on the paper. And when I was younger, I used to write movie scripts. I used to write plays. I used to do all sorts of different things and poems. And even when someone found my book, I could think of a couple of occasions where I had all this creativity that I penned out and someone looked into the book. I just felt so violated, like a piece of me was taken away. So a lot of these artists, that's almost like how they feel with their visual works of art. And like I said, necessarily, if it wasn't for the revenue that they can generate from it to support their lifestyle and continue their art, many of them would never even want to sell a piece. So in that regard, those are really the artists that are having the big issue. So now let's go to the other side of the people that are buying and selling and trading these NFTs. When you hear about flipping an NFT or selling it for a profit, a lot of the times you think of like the malicious person, you know, like the villain, the fat cat that's just sweeping up all this art and trying to make a quick dollar here and there. And in the worst case scenario, this is a bot. This is someone 
that program the computer to be able to just run some calculations. Literally, it's an emotionless transaction. It's spreadsheet just based on where the volume is, where the attention is going and making the purchase and adding on a little margin in order to make a profit. And it is a numbers game. Let's say 60% of them are hits, 40% of them are fail. That person is still in business and still profitable. So the more they try, the more likely they are going to actually hit a big one and make a huge profit. This is no different than uh, house flipping per se, where they're just literally going through neighborhoods and, and just buying multiple ones. And some of them they're going to make a killing on. Other ones, they're going to break even. Some of them, they might run into some issues as far as various construction problems that they didn't estimate into the budget and the market might change. However, generally speaking, they're in business to make money and they're not emotional about these purchases. And it's all about red and green. Now, on the other side, there are true collectors that are just as emotional about the art piece as the artist is for many cases. They know the full story of it. They know exactly why this was created and how it was created, what is being displayed in the art itself. And they can tell you just as much as the artist in many cases that they'll even speak with the artist. They'll have uh, different sessions as to really trying to understand what was going on, the raw emotion, where that artist was when it was painted or drawn or whatever it might be. So they have a full understanding of the piece and many of them absolutely do not want to sell either. Some collectors don't even like to display their art or show it to anyone. It's literally like their personal secret. They have this thing and it doesn't matter how much you're willing to pay them. They are perfectly fine and content of going to their grave, never selling this. They might pass it on to their children or trust it over to a museum or something like that. But generally speaking, they're not in it for the money. They truly just want to collect. Now, let's bring this back to the movie up. And it really ties into what's going on with this whole NFT space. The old man in that movie is like the true artist that is creating those memories, has that emotional attachment to the house and literally does not want to part ways with it. The developer is coming in, is willing to knock down his house, those decades of memories, and just put up a shopping mall because the numbers work better and it is much more profitable in a one-story family house or a two-story family house. And this massive shopping mall is going to generate so much more income than his property possibly could. Now, he obviously is going to take that very personal because he sees that as someone that is invading his personal space, his intimate memories and all those different things in order to make a profit. So it is not well received. And those developers are seen like heartless villains. Now, that is in contrast to, let's say it was a young couple that was in love with the architecture for whatever it is. Maybe they actually know that man know the story behind it. And they said, this house would be an amazing place to raise a family. Mr. If you would love to sell this at some point, we would like to buy it from you. That would be a completely different case. Although he has all those emotional attachments to the house and he has no intentions of selling it, that situation might move his heart in a way to say, okay, this family understands the value of this house, the memories that could be built there, and the best way to honor all of the memories and everything that I had in this house is to pass it on or allow this next family to come in there and add memories of their own. But of course, if you saw the movie, you know that is not exactly what happened. So let's bring it back to this whole NFT space. I'm going to definitely say 
both actually serve their purpose. We like to think of flippers or in the case of this movie, the developers as being some sort of evil tyrant or whatever it might be. However, they serve their purpose. Flippers run the economy. Just like this developer is putting up the mall and doing all sorts of different things and is just looking at it from purely numbers, there is so much that is going to be generated in that whole community as far as all the construction workers that are going to actually be there, all the teenagers that are going to be hired to run the shops and what have you, all the uh, jobs that are going to be created in the process, tax dollars that are going to be generated for the school. And really, there is so much that's going to come out from that shopping mall being built. However, when we generally watch that movie, we're not thinking about all that. We're thinking of it from the emotional standpoint of the artist, or in the case of the movie, I should say, is the old man that actually has his house and all those memories. So yes, we side with him. And a lot of the Twitter spaces that I'm in and speaking to artists and how they emotionally feel to it, again, especially if you're in a room where there are a lot of artists, you'll see a lot of people that share that sentiment. However, if you go into a room with flippers and people that are just in it for the money and understanding how they're thinking and viewing this stuff, you can also see what's going on there. But this is the thing. A lot of the times, like I said, they are painted as being like the villains of the space. However, they're doing quite a, a lot of service for the community in itself without the artist that is fully emotional, invested into the piece, fully understanding in many cases. The flipper is not only increasing the price and the demand of that art, they're also going out there, they're marketing, they're promoting, they're getting new people into the ecosystem, if you will, because generally speaking, a lot of these flippers are helping to create a market. They're promoting it in some way or another. And what ends up happening is the artist is earning royalties based on each resale, unlike even a traditional art where whoever purchases it, if they end up selling it for 100x at a later date, with this NFT space, the cool thing is the royalty could be built into the smart contract. Of course, if you've been in this, you'll see a lot of uh, collections have 5%, 10%, whatever it might be. And uh, it could be divided up into all sorts of different ways. But just speaking about these art pieces, like a one of one, quote unquote, fine art, that royalty is going back to the artist. So each sale that these flippers generate does benefit the artist in one way or another. And another thing that I would like to say to really differentiate this as being some sort of evil transaction is someone has to be willing to purchase that in order to compensate the person that is flipping it. So really, the person who is buying it is someone that actually values the art that the artist created even more so than the person who's making that quick dollar. In that little presentation, the way I summarize that right there, it might make someone say, oh, wow, you're definitely siding with the flippers. and Full transparency, honesty, I have bought and collected a lot more NFTs than I've ever sold. I can actually uh, go down the list and probably if I really took the time to off of memory, I can tell you every single NFT that I've ever sold. And I don't think I could tell you how many I've purchased. In fact, I know I absolutely could not tell you how many I've purchased or what I own, but I can if I take the time to I can tell you every single one that I've ever sold. So it's not like I'm a 100% on uh, this thing and I'm in it, I'm flipping NFTs. No, for the most part, I'm a collector. However, if the opportunity does present itself, yes, I do sell. But what I'm going to say is the people that we generally think of when we're thinking of flipping is those people that are using bots to 
buy out a mint and then sell it at a price that the people that really want to be in that community and own that art can no longer afford it. So it makes the community inaccessible to the people that were supporting that artist and supporting the creator from day one. Now, in that case, yeah, I fully understand why there is a stigma to it. And that's generally in a generative art project like a 10K or whatever it might be. I can't think of a situation where an artist actually has a one of one collection that is up, let's say a painter, a sculptor, whatever it might be, and ends up putting this stuff onto the blockchain in, a, uh, in some sort of collection that they're using bots to just sweep the floor or clean clear them all up and then pricing them really high because it is pretty hard to flip those one of one fine art pieces, if you will. It is a lot easier to flip those generative projects. And honestly, I don't think the generative artists have that same emotional feel about, okay, those flippers are negative to the community because it is helping to keep that economy running and helping to uh, fund the project and future future growth and all the initiatives, whether it be charity, paying the staff, setting up a DAO, all those different things, paying back to the community, setting up a coin. All of those things are coming and being generated from the royalties from the sales. So I think generative artists tend to understand and appreciate the flippers a little bit more. Although I know that they might feel a little discouraged or a little bit disappointed for their community, knowing that not everyone that wants to be in the project can afford it. They might be priced out of it because the marketing machine, if you will, got behind the project and then the price just went through the roof. <laughs> the floor went through the roof. That's an oxymoron, but that's literally what happens. So the whole key here is just finding that balance. If an artist does not sell a single piece and a single NFT or any of their work, well, in that case, unless they're going to get a day job, they're going to be a starving artist. And at the other extreme, collector that holds all of these pieces that when an artist finally gets around to selling it is not doing anything for the community. It is not generating any kind of income or bringing new people into the collection because let's say some whale absolutely just loves everything one artist is putting out and just collects every single one of those pieces and locks it down, never does anything with it. The true value of that artist never really gets known because everything's being held by one person. Now, if it is scattered across and multiple people are owning different things, and then in that case, each one that the artist later re releases can actually have a much higher price because there are more people interested in the work in the collection. So really, the whole thing is all about balance, finding that key between creating art, selling art, and of course, buying and flipping. With that said, I will just recommend that you go watch Up if you haven't. It is a great movie. Just bring a napkin because you might shed a tear if you've never seen it. But I will end on just thinking or asking what are your thoughts on flipping? What are your thoughts on how this whole community is developing and reselling NFTs and what have you? I would love to hear what you have to say. You can tweet at me at Tropic Vibes. All of my contact information is in the show notes. So as usual, I want to thank you for listening to this show and I will definitely look forward to seeing you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.